could never do this. Easy. I could never do Easy. this. Easy. Easy. Impressive. I love this. They hate each other so much. <laughs> He's oh. jealous, man. This dude is jealous. She's stronger. He's so jealous. She's stronger. She's always been stronger. Okay. Wow. Maybe not. Rude. Maybe not. They cut out the middle What's finger. Jump off I'm of? sad. They did. They did. There's a trampoline down there. <laughs> it's like putting a target on your back and the backs of all the people you care about. Oh, cool. That's what they all say. It'll be what they all say. You should just give everyone Hulk powers. Just bleed on everybody. <laughs> right. And then you don't have to worry about the target. You become a bartender? That makes more sense. <laughs> yes. So much and not get drunk. Who's paying hey. for it? That's good. That's pretty dope. Just a buzz only. Is it? I drunk. I think we have some new rock star sponsors that give you all buzz and no barf. <laughs> Manscaped. Blue Chew. In this episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it Manscaped? That Blue Chew buzz is my favorite. Welcome back to New Rockstars. She-Hulk's newest scene reveals that Hulks metabolize alcohol faster so that for them, like for Steve Rogers, it's all buzz, no barf. Yeah. But Jen blames Bruce for this, and it seems like it was just a matter of getting his blood on her. So what really <laughs> happened there? She, she what? what? Working <laughs> catchphrase, we'll fix it very soon. Fix it in post. This is Inside Marvel. It's New Rockstar's weekly Marvel reaction show, and She-Hulk season is upon us. So joining me to talk about this are two of the biggest Marvel nerds I know and lovers of She-Hulk, MT and Jessica Clemens. Welcome to you both. She-Hulk season has well, almost begun, but it's almost upon us. I cannot wait. It's upon us. It's like us. Christmas, but less red it's and more green. <gasps> green is coming. <laughs> Can yes. you just do that? Can we make this the new Game of Thrones and just make it green is coming and she just rips green people's is coming. heads off? Well, I feel like we'll uh, get a lot of uh, potheads hopes up. It's like green is coming, what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Thank God it's not April. Get out of here. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> hey, we, we don't turn away any uh, of you. Uh, I was about to say we don't turn away anyone who uses here. We, we don't use shame here. Oh, no, it's we, illegal in destroying the lives great. of your loved ones. <laughs> Hey, I'm dressed as a teacher for a reason. Actually, as soon as you guys asked me, I was like, I'm gonna dress like a lawyer. And I don't think this is a lawyer outfit, <laughs> but I was, I was trying. What are you I talking so. about? You look like a judge. You look the whole a whole judge right now. I dig it. Yeah, the strawberries, it's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just literally wear the same shirt I, I sleep in. And I just roll literally into the dungeon and start hitting record. Eric. Seriously, I wear the same outfit like an Arthur character. Someone commented Eric. recently saying, Eric looks like he stinks, and I feel bad for his fiance. That was me. <laughs> that was me. That was me in the comments. I'm sorry. I should <laughs> What? They're not wrong. I mean, you're what? not wrong. That's why there's, you get sight and sound here. That's it. You don't, <laughs> luckily, YouTube hasn't found a way to project my stink over to you, but it'll get there. <laughs> soon. We'll have the technology soon. smell is coming. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny, this section of our script is always outlined as uh, Bruce banter, because we've always had banter in there, and at some point over the past 18 months, it just evolved into Bruce banter, and we colored <laughs> it green. And I'm so glad now we have a, a, you know, it finally applies to the series we're covering. So that's fun. Bruce banter! It's hey. canon! And now, in this episode of Inside Marvel, Jessica and MT and I will be discussing how She-Hulk really got her powers, and what it means that Hulks metabolize faster than normal people, and what the deal was with that Johnny Blaze poster in the behind-the-scenes featurette. 
What's going on there? Uh, Jessica, since you're new here, why don't you ask the question? Yes. Ask the question? I can ask it? Okay. You yeah. can ask it. Ask away. Okay. How did Bruce depower to human form to give Jen his blood in the first place? And why didn't his blood hulk out anyone else? Yes, that is uh, the question. There's actually like four questions here that we'll, yeah. we'll get to. But <laughs> in the She-Hulk comics, of course, Jennifer Walters gets her powers after she gets shot by criminals that she's prosecuting. So her cousin, Bruce Banner, gives her uh, a blood transfusion that saves her life. But this blood now in her blood system causes her to hulk out. The MCU version of these events was always going to pose a complication to the story, though, because Hulk ended Endgame in a permanent smart Hulk form, but his arm was injured and left in that sling after he tried to snap the six stones and was successful, but it kind of charred his arm. Uh, but you gotta imagine, no needle is gonna be able to penetrate that skin because he's still Hulk. You know, you can shoot at him. You can try to stab him. It's not gonna break through the skin. But uh, Shang-Chi post-credit scene showed Ruffalo back, you know, in his human form wearing that sling though. And now all the footage we see of him in She-Hulk puts him back in Hulk form. There was something back in the Disney Plus tape footage where it looked like a kind of dream sequence or some kind of like cut away some kind of uh, fantasy thing where you see him in kind of the early David Banner uh, Hulk TV show uh, attire but in everything we've seen since we haven't seen that but then last week's behind the scenes feature it revealed how this She-Hulk series is going to explain how Jennifer Walters gets her powers let's roll the clip Jennifer Walters is an attorney who has accidentally taken in the Hulk's blood <laughs> Okay, so let's examine this more closely. Both Jen and Bruce are both in human form in this car accident. The car has flipped. Jen's arm is positioned under Bruce's bleeding head and mm. his blood gets on her. And we just gotta assume that Jen herself has some cuts or lacerations so that his blood enters her bloodstream as opposed to just landing on her skin. Uh, what's weird though is that Bruce is wearing the sling already at the start of this car accident. It's the same sling from the Shang-Chi post-credit scene and that confirms that She-Hulk is not set during the blip because you remember Shang-Chi is definitely set after the blip. They reference the blip. There's like posters referencing the blip and everything. Uh, but Bruce is already wearing that sling before this car accident occurs. So there must be some prior accident that explained why he was in that sling. And that incident is likely why Bruce is back in human form but back in human form temporarily because we know for the bulk of the show, he's gonna be in smart Hulk form. So these are the four questions that we're gonna talk about here. One, how did Hulk depower to Bruce and why was his arm in that sling? Two, what causes a car accident? Three, how will Bruce revert back to Hulk form in this series? And four, why is only Jen Walters affected by Bruce's blood when his blood has definitely gotten in other characters over the years? Like famously, a drop of his blood fell from, a, you know, into that bottle of juice in the factory in the 2008 Edward Norton Hulk film that later made several characters sick, including Stan Lee. Marvel Studios has clarified since then that those people did not Hulk out. Uh, they just got sick. And then also in the 2012 Avengers and, you know, 2015 Age of Ultron, it's likely that when Hulk revert, reverted to human form into rough he probably had some cuts. Some blood probably got exposed to someone. You know, Natasha Romanov helped him limp away from battles. I'm sure his blood got on her. Uh, so let's take these in reverse order, talk about each one. Um, so uh, why did it only affect Jen? I'm thinking, guys, that Jen has some kind of unique genetic condition so that only she would react this way to uh, having her cuts make contact with Bruce's blood. Maybe it's just familial DNA. Maybe it's an X gene, but it's just something that she has and no one else has. And Stan Lee's character would not have had it. What do you guys think? Why was Jen only affected? I completely mm. agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely <laughs> agree. I think it is only because it's only in the family. And if it did alter mm. anyone else, maybe her parents or what have you, it still has to be someone that's in the Bruce Banner family. Because I do think they're going to still keep intact that 2008 rule of if someone else drinks it, they're going to just become crazy people. 
So I don't think that that's too far off to just be like, oh, I don't think it's going to be the X gene. I think it's that she's in the family and people with that same genetic makeup can have it. And that's why hers mm-hmm. isn't probably mm-hmm. as horrible as his is. True, but we, yeah. we also should consider um, the end of the 2008 Hulk film when uh, the leader um, got a, drops, a couple drops of Bruce's blood on his forehead. And his forehead was like, oh, time to change and be weird. Um, so I think that Bruce's blood can affect anyone, really. Um, but, like, it really depends. It's sort of like a crapshoot, sort of like um, with the extremist program. Like, half of the veterans that had extremists blew up because their bodies just weren't compatible mm-hmm. with um, a, a strange alteration. So I think that it really is just like, you might die, you might get powers, really. It really just depends on but, what your, your chemical makeup yeah. is. There just has I to be a reason like for it, I it was some kind of serum. I, wasn't it was it just Bruce's raw blood that got into I thought there was like some other kind of process to where there was like a serum derived from it that was used to make abomination and that they had done something extra to it beyond it just being what was currently I, I'd have to rewatch it I'd have I, to rewatch I, it but you I, do bring I, up a good point MT yeah I think if I'm remembering correctly it's been a while since I've watched it too I think that like while abomination is changing uh Sam gets hit uh, Samuel Stearns gets hit like falls back and like uh, some of his blood, uh, Bruce's blood falls on his forehead. He's like, "Ooh, this is good," <laughs> and we never see him again. <laughs> he does have that goofy smile, honestly. Um, but yeah, I I think that like this accident could occur um, some point, clo- like a lot closer to the events of Endgame, because like I think that Bruce at the point of this accident is still healing and probably can't Hulk out, and uh, maybe that like some of Jen's enemies like work uh, um, based on a case that she's working on want her to be dead so like she's riding with bruce one day it's like all right bruce isn't gonna hulk out because he's he's hurt and like Mm -hmm. you know they're both vulnerable so let's just attack them both and uh like some of bruce's blood gets in her bloodstream it's like all right time to be she hulk now mt you're touching on such an interesting theory you're getting you're getting ahead of us but i want to talk to you more about that sorry Um, but let no this is awesome i I love where this is going let's actually talk about that why was bruce's arm in a sling right that's still Mm. kind of an unknown question since we saw him in the shang chi post credit scene but now that we know that wong is in this series i firmly believe that phase four is the wong phase they need to just call it the wong phase wong is in everything and i love it get him in everything um but uh so we know that bruce banner is in touch with wong the sorcerer supreme from that scene and my theory that I posed before is that Wong might have used a temporary depowering spell like the Sands of Nasanti that we saw in Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. that uh, depower you for like a certain amount of time. Uh, and that they might have depowered Hulk so that they could heal his arm after it was uh, burned in Endgame. And they needed to depower him into human form to heal it because they couldn't really do anything to him at, while he was still in Hulk form. And that that might be why just temporarily he's in the sling during this period of time. The sorcerers have been helping him out. Um, okay. it could just be like a simple scene in the first episode of She-Hulk where they just kind of say that, where it's like, Wong helped me out. He got me back in human form. <laughs> and then he, uh, and then, but they, uh, they try to operate with Hulk, but it broke their, their magical uh, objects. So they need me back in a human form. It's, <laughs> it's such <laughs> a rough, but sleep. good Mark Ruffalo impression. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 it's almost there. It's almost there, but it's pretty damn good. It's a Mark Ruffalo impression. <laughs> Um, I I can see that and I can also see MTs. My whole situation is I think we kind of glazed over the fact that it took him so long to even balance coexist between 
stupid Hulk and smart Hulk and himself. Mm. So I think there is, uh, I think there's still room for him after Endgame to be like, yeah, I went back to the lab and I focus more on now seeing how I can change between the two rather than just uh, just becoming smart Hulk. He's like, I want to make sure that we can coexist, but also I can be one or the other. But I think his arm is still in that sling because that's something that just can't be fixed yet. And I think he's been spacing, mm-hmm. he's been focusing so much on himself. And I think that's what's going to be like the big story of She-Hulk is focusing on yourself and being yourself. That that's what he's been mm-hmm. focusing on rather than fixing the arm that's messed up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with MT yeah. going forward about the whole incident happening. I think someone's out to kill Jennifer Walters, and that's why the car flipped. I agree with you, MT, on that. That's ahead of us, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. But also, um, let, let's not forget about Helen Cho from uh, Age of Ultron, because like her whole deal was repairing people's skins. Like she, uh, she helped Hawkeye. She made Vision. So I feel like uh, there's also an opp- but, uh, uh, possibility that Bruce is on his way to go meet up with Helen Cho to help his arm out. It's been like, too long. And I'm upset. It's been I, I'm upset with her because it's been too long. I'm like, you think you would have helped people three movies ago, or like Seriously. not even three movies, three series ago? There's a lot of people missing skin. You can't pick and choose whose skin True. you're fixing, Helen. She's she's using her skin grafting technology to be like Buffalo Bill. She's somewhere like dancing oh, to Goodnight Horses. Choosing, she's choosing. <laughs> and she's like, she's like leaning into. She's making a TikTok video going like. I'd fuck me. Ew, ew, ew. Also, she just wanted the green skin. She wanted the green skin. She said, give it that. Exactly. Give it that. Hey, I agree. I think we need Helen Cho back in this because how do you think we're going to get Amadeus hey, Cho Amadeus, in this? my boy. Could she have a son named Amadeus? Gosh, Amadeus, she's got to. Like, that, that's got to be uh, Amadeus' mom. Right? I mean... There's only uh, there's only one way two people could have the same last name of Cho. It's not like it's a common last name. You know, <laughs> it's but only anyway. one way ever. In this show, we got to see how Bruce reverts back from Ruffalo to Hulk form, right? Mm. After the sling. Because in all this footage, she doesn't have a sling anymore. I'm wondering if, like, whatever my theory, if I'm still going with this sorcerer healing seminar theory, like, maybe the Sansa Nasanti wear off. And maybe maybe it could be like the destruction of the Darkhold or the Book of Ashanti that disrupts sorcerer magic across the universe. Uh, or maybe it could just be like Bruce just kind of reverts back to what you were saying, Jess. Like it's about, you know, healing yourself and finding finding your inner kind of balance. Like oh, yeah. he's just really good at meditating enough to reach back to that that kind of weird edging state that he stays in. For, <laughs> let, me, right? let me tell you about it. But also, uh, but you spoke about this earlier a little bit, and I agree. It's like, so he heals quicker, right, when he's in Hulk form than he would as just a normal human Bruce Banner, right? So could it be that he doesn't need the sling because he's like kind of fully, kind of, not fully, but like more healed clearly than when he reverts back into his human Bruce Banner form where he'd still be injured? Is that, or maybe he could be wearing the sling just to look injured still because there's something he's hiding that he's like, in the public, mm. I need to look like I'm still broken, but in reality, I'm actually not broken. <laughs> like he's like, trying to get a good handicapped parking no, spot. Oh no, not that, not that. I just think, I think, well, it's like, uh, I'm stuck within <laughs> the comics how like uh, She Hulk clearly, there's a lot of issues of She Hulk where when she's like, Oh, I'm beaten down. I'm going to be Jennifer Walters. But when I'm actually confident in myself, I become actual She-Hulk. I think the same could Mm -hmm. go for Bruce Banner when he's like, people outside know me as like, I'm broken and I'm in hiding right now. No one needs to find me. I'm on the run. So he has that sling when he's only in Bruce Banner form. But when he goes into Hulk, he's like, I don't actually need this. I'm in privacy now. 
I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. He could. I don't know. It could be a lot of things. But are I'm you just, saying it's going to be like The Rock in Fast and Furious Seven when he like flexes out of his cast? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We need an homage. We need, we need. We need Bruce to do that at some point. It's like, oh, I'm Hulk now. <laughs> I hope not, but also maybe, <laughs> possibly. Who knows? Now, I do think at some point in the series we're going to see Bruce Hulk out into Gray Hulk. And we're gonna get Joe Fix It, yeah. Um, who was like the mm. like the little like Vegas gambler type of version of Hulk? Because like it seems like he's just like really jealous of Jen, and like I feel like it's at the end of the series he's gonna be like, I'm gonna be somebody else because Jen's so good at being Hulk. I'm gonna be somebody else and be good at doing not a real crime. He's, and he's stuff. like, you know what? That's right. I should be someone else. And then goes into mm-hmm. gambling, gambling. <laughs> Time to gamble. <laughs> Joe Vegas, Vegas Greyhawk is a dirtbag, right? Isn't he kind of yeah, like he's kind of a jerk, but, <laughs> for sure. But like, I feel like the hey. MCU is headed to the West Coast and Vegas, and like we know oh, we have that, that Vegas true. episode. Oh. What if? So like, it just, I just feel like Vegas is the way to go. <laughs> oh That'd be, I'd love to see him there. I think hey. it'd be a really fun version of the character for Ruffalo to play, right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, let's come back to this car wreck. Okay, mm-hmm. so it, yeah, it could be an accident. It could actually be while Bruce and Jen are arguing. Maybe one or both of them are hulking out. But I think it's more interesting if it's like a targeted hit, right? Mm. Some drone strike, maybe. DODC, Ooh. the Thunderbolts, maybe Val. Could Val have done it? MT, go off. What, what were your thoughts on this? Oh, um, it could be all sorts of people. Um, it could be like one of Bruce's enemies because we know that Val, like you just said, was going after Hawkeye. So, like, maybe just Val's just trying mm-hmm. to get rid of all the Avengers for, for some reason. And uh, Bruce was just on that target. And, like, Bruce has never been more vulnerable than while he's in this sling. So he's just like, all right, we can't not take this shot. Because, like, we're, we went for Hawkeye. It didn't work out. So, like, yeah, let's go for Bruce. Because, like, this is the only time we're going to be able to kill this man. Um, if we're going to, like, introduce our own Thunderbolts and sort of take over society. Um, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, Val's a, a huge contender here. I think... It's Wilson Fisk. Ooh. And this is this is in Rogue Theory, so I'm not going to get too into it. I can save it for then. But I do really, I'm hooked on Matt Murdock being in the show. I'm hooked on Matt mm. Murdock being in the show, yeah. and I'm hooked on them working. I think that her boss was so nonchalant about being Bruce Banner's uh, relative because he was like, we need big-name people. We need you prosecuting bigger-name people. So when she starts becoming She-Hulk and prosecuting bigger-name people, I think she's working prosecuting people and titania is going to be working defending people and i think that person that they're prosecuting and defending is someone that worked for wilson fisk that is trying to take her out because they don't want to lose to her because in the comics between matt murdoch and jennifer walters even captain america said jennifer walters was the better lawyer so i guess i just wanted to be that it connects to echo it connects it it keeps going make it a long run thing I, I love that idea. I mean, we do know that Jennifer Walters is the um, is the better lawyer. I mean, she did defend Eros. Yep. In a pretty well, gross let trial. You, let me tell you. <laughs> if she can get him, um, she, um, if she can get a not guilty ooh, verdict for him. Okay. You're not wrong. You are yeah, not wrong. But um, I, I, do, I love this uh, connection to Fisk, considering that, like, we know from, like, the Hawkeye series that, like, Fisk is this super soldier of a human that can rip doors off. And, like, I would love if, mm. like, She-Hulk connected um, the whole uh, Hulk's connection to the Super Soldier program to Fisk and, like, maybe explaining how Fisk is so powerful um, in the MCU. Because, like, there's it's, it has not been explained. 
why Fisk is like this tank of a human being. So I feel like it'd be really fun if he was connected to to this. um, If this show is just all the tanks of the MCU, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very. I'm just gonna be like, these are all people that are just really strong. None of them can fly. None of them have any magic. They're just strongest people on the planet. Everybody in this right. show. Right. Like Titania. Like Titania could have a Titania. Roots in the, the Gamma Super Soldier program. Yeah, oh, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I love her. All right. A couple more questions that we want to dig into for She Hulk this week. But first, some friends who helped us make this episode. Thank you to Helix Sleep for sponsoring this episode. Mm. Sleep is important. And here at New Rockstars, we trust Helix to protect our sleep with the best mattresses in the world. I have a Helix mattress, as does MT. And recently, producer Zach and producer John. Oh, we're all sleeping on Helix mattresses. We're all sleeping on the same mattress, if you think about it. Just all of us connected cosmically through our friends at Helix. And every night, we whisper in each other's ears, Hail Hydra. And we dream about uh, future threats to Target. And it's beautiful. Best sleep of our lives. Thanks, Helix. Helix Sleep is a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. Producer Zach took the Helix quiz and was matched with the Midnight Lux mattress because he's a side sleeper that needed a softer mattress. And now he doesn't wake up with a sore shoulder or neck problems like he did with other mattresses. You might be able to see that on the break room. Just look how upright our boy stands now. You can thank Helix for that. Uh, He's straight as an arrow, that guy. (laughs) Um, But Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2021 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash insidemarvel, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at Helix sleep.com slash inside marvel we also want to thank the commercial break comedy podcast for sponsoring the show the commercial break is like a real life commercial break from all the series things going on in the world two longtime friends brian and chrissy discuss their friendship stories from their personal life and a deeper look at some of the absurd trends and topics that they find on the internet wild stuff like people who date ghosts Strange ASMR videos and Monster Hunters is like goofing around with your friends. The commercial break has a 4.9 star rating on Apple and was Chartable's number one trending podcast globally three times in the past year. The commercial break has new episodes each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast players and full episodes and daily clips are available on their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Or you can visit tcbpodcast.com for more info. That's tcbpodcast.com. So go ahead, take a listen to our new paid friends on the commercial break everywhere you like to listen to your podcast or visit tcbpodcast.com. All right, uh, guys, let's go back in this conversation of all buzz, no barf. Um, I'm going to get this tattooed on me somewhere. What's going on with their ability to metabolize drinking? I have a theory that maybe Bruce got in a car accident because he was back in human form and he forgot how to moderate his drinking. Could that have been it? Bruce DUI confirmed. Uh, what does this mean for the characters of this oh, world that they no. that they just drink and drink and drink and drink? Does this also apply to their food? Are they going to ruin our foods, our global food supply? The more Hulks we have, you sound like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> and let me what tell you, what was Voss cooking? He was a monster. <laughs> what was he cooking? I think it'd be really interesting for um, Marvel Studios to to dive into the the topic of drunk driving and like its really <laughs> terrible effects. But I think that because it is Disney Plus. <laughs> They probably wouldn't go that route. He said, um, you're uh, not wrong, boss, but... 
<laughs> no, I, I just appreciate fun. MT giving this this take um, some proper due diligence when you yeah. know. I, you know, it's it's, it's probably it's, not going to be. I, I would really commend Marvel Studios if they actually went down that road just to show people how dangerous drunk driving is and like how it could completely ruin your life if you're not a Hulk, which most people are not. So like, I I, I would give them kudos if they went that route, but like, I don't think that they'll actually um, encourage the the children. To- <laughs> It's like, hey, drink, drive, and maybe your cousin will become a superhero like you. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind truly. of a bad message. I think that Target on your back was like an actual, was an actual like warning of like, we have mm-hmm. targets on our backs now. Like you had a target before because you're a lawyer. I also like, they even said in that interview of like, yeah, we're trying to make like a Marvel show and a lawyer show. And if I, lo- I watch a lot of Law & Order SVU, they they do have targets on their backs all the time. They're being chased <laughs> all the time. And I think it's more, it's going to be like a Venn diagram of being a Hulk, being a lawyer. What do they have in common? And it's just like a lot more than sees the eye. You're going to be targeted all the time. Um, true. But watch it, watch it in the show. It just be like a, a freaking like sloth crossing the street and they like swerved <laughs> out of the way or something. Just like, no, Bruce, don't hit the sloth. Yeah, Bruce, don't hit the She's sloth. Are so sloths in Mexico? I think so. Who, if they I, if they yeah. travel far enough for a very long time, they can make <laughs> like, some. I finally made it to Mexico just to get swerved. <laughs> but I think I, I love that quote also about their like the alcohol. But I think it's going to be a problem to Jennifer because there's a bunch of cuts to the uh, they they have it in the comics the lawyer bar that all the mm. lawyers go to after work. They hang out at that bar where they're chanting like She Hulk, She Hulk, and I'm like, damn, your tab's going to be so high now. You are never going to get drunk again. And you were really hoping Facts. to probably after a lawyer day. So I think it was fun. A fun little nod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We have to talk about this. The Johnny Blaze poster that showed oh up in the behind God. the scenes featurette. Is this just a little Easter egg? I mean, is Ghost Rider coming to the MCU? Do you think we'll see like a Midnight Suns announcement at D23? It Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that I think- because... the. Oh, no, you can go. No, go. Keep going. You might answer my question that I'm about to ask. So go. Oh, I'm going to (laughs) go. It's kind of weird. But because we know that like, um, well, sorry, because we're like we're figuring that Earth 616 is a variant universe of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe. There was a Johnny Blaze in that universe. So like there has to be a Johnny Blaze in this universe somewhere. So uh, I think that that is for sure a tease of a Johnny Blaze existing in the MCU and that um, She-Hulk is probably going to have some type of dealings with or maybe like we'll get a cameo, but like we're, I think we're definitely going to get a Midnight Suns with a Johnny Blaze um, in the MCU very soon. I have a question to you, MT. Go for it. I have a question. You don't think this is going to be a Ralph Boner? You don't think this is going to be? I, I'm going to be. Do you not think that this is going to be? What did they say? They said that like when you, um, they said in Multiverse of Madness, when you, um, you dream, you're seeing your other like uh, other selves in different realities. Do you right. think uh-huh. the writer for that movie is like in a different reality, Johnny Blaze? And we just like, I don't, I want it to be here. I want it to be here, but I just don't, I don't know how. I don't, I don't believe it yet. I think he's in a different universe. Am I wrong? Am I wrong for thinking this? <laughs> I, I think that there's just multiple Johnny Blazes. I think that like, this is going to be a different Johnny Blaze than the one we saw from a- the Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe or like the, um, the Nicolas Cage Johnny Blaze. I think like this is just a, uh, a new Johnny Blaze. Um, and, but I think that we'll get the same 
um, Gabriel, oh, it's Gabriel Luna, right? Um, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, the yes, other one. Yeah, Gabriel was... Luna played him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I forget the, the, the name of the... I, I still do think that Robbie Reyes is coming, like the very same version from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming in mm-hmm. Doctor Strange 3 because we know that hell exists in the Dark Dimension and Doctor Strange yeah. went to the Dark Dimension at the end of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So... Wait, do a... we know that hell exists in the Dark Dimension? I think... Um, it was said in Ages of Shield. I think hell exists in the MCU. I, I, I just where do we, where do they say now? Nah, you got me fascinated. I'm like I, I I'm pretty sure that um Agents of Shield established that hell um exists uh, in the Dark okay. Dimension. Let me just double check here. I see. Okay, okay. Um, Dark Dimension. Agents of um, Shield. Hell dimension simply hell. I think it's like a it's a region of the Dark Dimension. <clears throat> it's like hell. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, um, I think that. Um, because he went to the dark dimension. I think that they're both going to meet up and be like, oh, hey, let's do a team up because people love you. People love me. Let's do a, a, a Dr. Strange, Robbie Reyes team up. Why not? Yeah. Um, what if anyway. it is just, do we know if it was a, it, it's so grainy, that image. Is it a poster for like a movie or a circus? Yeah. That's what had me curious because it's like, uh, it's like a character called, uh, Johnny Blaze or an actor named Johnny Blaze exists in the MCU. It's not right. necessarily unless they're doing like a docu series or or a biopic biopic about a guy named Johnny Blaze. It's kind of like in the deleted scene or the deleted imagery for Guardians Volume Two had a movie poster for Wonder Man. Right. Like, like there was kind of like, but Wonder Man makes a bit more sense. It's just like Simon Williams was an actor playing. Like, it was like a Steve Jobs type figure, right? Right. Uh, so that was the idea. It's always confusing when there's like a movie poster or some kind of like book title or comic what? book that shows well, his character. Well, yeah. like, uh, Johnny Blaze was a daredevil. Like, his whole thing yeah. was like, yeah. you know, being on a motorcycle and doing like weird tricks and, and flaming hoops. So like, I think that that could be an ad for, that's, come see Johnny Blaze what, yeah. do a motorcycle through a flaming hoop. <laughs> that's why I asked, is it for a circus yeah. or is it for a movie? Also, what if it is just a guy that like <laughs> lights his helmet on fire and jumps through rings? <laughs> Honestly, that's <laughs> what like, Johnny Blaze did in the movie They're anyway, like, in uh, that uh, Nicolas Cage mm. movie. But that's all it is. That's all he ever does. <laughs> I think. I think we'd all be a little sad. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be so up to it. I bet. Give me more. <laughs> um, well, we will leave it there for now for She-Hulk, but. We're going to talk a lot more about She-Hulk in the weeks ahead. Next week, we'll be talking She-Hulk again on Inside Marvel, and then She-Hulk's going to be here. And then we're going to be living with She-Hulk for the the next couple months. It's going to be an exciting, exciting time. Uh, But be sure to follow all of us on social media. Follow me at EA Vasi. Follow Jessica at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow MT at Mastertainment. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to New Rockstars. Thank you all so much for supporting us, and we'll see you next week. Uh, Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Love you guys.